welcome to the X-Factor Team Roping Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and go to xfactorroping.com. All right, Travis. Well, I think what uh, what's kind of I'd like to start it is learn a little bit about you as far as how you grew up and, you know, when you started to rope and when you first started getting some interest in the sport of team roping. I'm from Jay, Oklahoma, and as long as I can remember, I mean, I always had a rope in my hand and I always wanted to rope. I mean, that was my dream to... I'm living my dream, you know, be able to make a living with my rope, and uh, that was always my goal. And uh, grew up going to jackpots and junior rodeos a little bit, and I never went to high school rodeos. By the time I got into high school, I, I mainly just jackpotted because it seemed like there was more money in it. And uh, where, where I grew up, the high school rodeos was, was quite a ways away, so it, the jackpots were closer, and, right. and it was actually better for my roping at that time. Who taught you how to rope? My dad. My dad. He he roped. Uh, he's the one that taught me how to rope. And uh, my grandpa roped a little bit, um, not a lot, but he was more into breaking horses and kind of had it worked on a ranch and more around cows and stuff like that. But uh, my dad, he he started roping calves, and then. And in his 20s, he started team roping, and uh, he headed. Um, we had an indoor arena there in Jay, uh, and he put on ropings and trained horses. And uh, I was always had a good place to go practice or or rope, and had a lot of horses to do it. Right, that's kind of fun being around it the whole time. I mean, I, I kind of grew up same situation. My my dad put on a lot of ropings, and mm-hmm. so you got to see the 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 back end of what it takes to put on a production, and then. Same time, you get to go jackpot a lot, and makes it makes it kind of a fun deal. Yeah. So when you were growing up, you said you jackpotted a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, at what point in time did you go from jackpotting to man, I, this is what I actually want to do for a living, or was it always like that for you? It was honestly, it was always like that for me. Even when I was a kid, uh, I roped good at a young age. Um, for I think when I was. No, eleven or twelve at the U.S. Finals, uh, I won. I don't know. It was like eighty thousand back then, and that was. I placed in every rope, and I think, but the number five. I mean, I was a old number, old number four, I think, back then, and those numbers. But um, I I really healed good at a young age. It wasn't very big, but um, it was just kind of a. I could always get in time. It was real easy for me. It seemed like. I think it was just over the years of roping a lot and being around it and had kind of no choice but to kind of figure it out. And uh, I did. And, and, I mean, that's what we did for a living. Uh, I think it's when you have to win that young, I think it, it uh, teaches you how to win and uh, to not to not uh, screw up when you need, you know, when you have to and makes you mentally strong. Right. Well, and learning how, like what we were, I was just talking to you about that earlier, but, you know, when I when I get to break in steers and uh, I, I always just would kind of throw as soon as I got to the steer. Like I, I didn't really know much about it, and yeah. and then uh, when we get running a lot of steers, and I find out like, and they'd make me, you know, put it on in the chute if I got missing a bunch healing, and <laughs> how much yeah. like you learn that you want to catch, and there's so much to healing as far as being able to to stop the clock and and learn how to win and when it's important mm-hmm. to, to take good cuts and yeah and uh, like like you said to be able to if you just got to catch you got to be able to catch and uh now you know like when i was younger you know that's what i worked on the most was being consistent you know uh being able to catch a lot of steers and with time it seems like the speed 
comes, you know. But if you set that foundation where uh, you're fundamentally sound as far as you, you learn to ride your horse, you learn to have the right angle on your swing, keep good speed on your swing, that the 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 speed comes later. The older you get, you get it figured out. So you you were an old four healer in the U.S., which had been a six healer when you were 12 yeah. years old. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's really far ahead of the curve. I mean, a lot of young kids, It's it seems like about the time they turn 18, that's when you see a lot of the, they'll go from about a seven to the eights and nines and mm -hmm. tens now. And When did you start figuring out that you were wanting to pro rodeo? And when did you kind of start rodeo? Uh, well, back then when I was a, uh, be a six now. I, I roped with Jake Barnes, who'd be in the 15. Right. Um, and I was around him a lot. I went to Arizona, practiced, got to practice with him, be around. I got to be around, you know, the best guys in the world at a young age, and I kind of got to figure it out, got to see what it took to be, to win all the time and do it for a living. And uh, I think that really helped, helped me see what it takes to win, how much work it is, how much you have to live it and breathe it and live in the practice pen, you know, and uh, he, he taught me so much about riding my horse and just little stuff back then. Um, but then, I, I don't know, I was about maybe 15 or so when I started going to amateur rodeos. Right. Uh, that was kind of my next step. Um, and around Oklahoma, the, the amateur rodeos are pretty tough. You know, uh, the scores are shorter, but um, they're fast right. and is you kind of learn how to because you can't just go from jackpotting straight into the, the heat of you know the <laughs> no. pro rodeos you just can't do that rodeo is totally different different aspect um, so you have to learn how to, how to rodeo and it, it took me a little while to even figure that out um, like I, I think it took me four or five years to make the NFR so I mean it wasn't it wasn't easy for me I had to learn learn how to how to to change in that that area right four or five years of uh, pretty much rodeo on full yeah, time, full time. every year full time. yeah took me four or five years and uh like i said i didn't make it and i'd get broke go home and start over and do it again until i got it figured out you really have to believe in what you're doing if you yeah. stay with it for that long before <laughs> no you make yeah the finals. i mean that's pretty impressive i think everybody has uh if you haven't thought about quitting, then you haven't been low enough right. in this business. But uh, um, it's all, like I said, it's always what I wanted to do. It was my dream, and uh, I w wasn't going to not do it. I just was determined to, to make it work. Right. I remember one of the first times I, I started to hear about your name was at some of the bigger jackpots and uh, placing. And uh, I think, what was the first big open roping that you placed in? Was it the U.S. Open with Sherwood? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the first big win that I that I had. And I was kind of around Matt just a little bit. So, and he's just he was like, "Yeah, I'm roping from with some kid from, you yeah, know, back in, back in Oklahoma." And yeah. I was just like. What was that like, though? I mean, you when you got a rope with Matt, and was that was that the first? That was the first. Big yeah, that was that my had. first big. Take take me through that win. roping. Oh well, it was like I said, it was the biggest win at that point in my my career. Um, I didn't have any money. Right. <laughs> you know, didn't have any money back then. I had a good horse, um, probably the best horse I've ever had. Um, superstar. He was younger, but uh, and and uh, Matt was the best header that I'd ever, that was kind of before he ever, anybody knew who Matt Sherwood was. Right. You know? he, the next year he won the world, but you know, it was 05 when we won the. Kind of honestly what yeah, really got him got his going. Name. Like everybody's like, yeah. oh wow. You know, he headed great 
that day and he had Nicholas and we actually kind of ran off with the rope and won the first round and then we never let up. It uh, just gave me a lot of confidence that uh, that I could hang with them, you know, that sure. I could beat them, to, that I could do it. Win that rope, that's yeah. a very fast rope. Yeah, it was, a big, it was a big rope and all the best guys were there. All right, so when you say win the rope and pretty handily, and, and that's it's a really interesting thing, you know, when you get ahead of the rope and the, win the first round, it usually takes, something really has to go right as far as mm -hmm. you draw a good steer and your header probably gets a great start and, you know, you, you heal them fast, mm -hmm. obviously. But when, uh to me is being broke, like you said, <laughs> you know, yeah. being really hungry. Like, mm -hmm. like have you, to win. You yeah. have to win. But being in the short round and, and then have, you have to win and that's on your mind but you you just have to catch mm -hmm. like literally all you have to do is mm -hmm. stop the clock because you're you're ahead of the rope and yeah do you get nervous there or what 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 goes through your mind right there man I, I, I really I mean maybe a little bit nerves not I, still to this day like fix to go the NFR and uh around one I'm nervous. I mean, if you're not, there's something wrong with you. Right. I mean, they can say what they want, but everybody's nervous around one. I don't care how many times you've been there. It's just uh, the jitters. You know, I wouldn't maybe not nerves, but little jitters, you know, just want to get it started off right, you know, get the week going. And um, But I would say I'm more of a fundamental guy. You know, if, if, if I'm on a great horse and my partner's, we've been working at it and, and i know he's doing everything he everything he can to help me right. and i'm riding a good corner I, ju I just try to keep it as simple as that i don't try to worry about i'm not thinking about how much is oh man if i win this rope and here's fifty thousand. i mean that what, what can i do with that or, yeah. that doesn't cross my mind i mean i'm not even <laughs> if you're thinking about that you're thinking about the wrong things right. you know you need to be thinking about what you're fixing to do and what what uh, what you're going to do on this steer or the next steer and to do that. It's funny because you say that, and that's probably going to be your exact same focus. At, mm -hmm. Yeah, at every, so. no, so it doesn't ever change. Right. Um, but that year in '05, you know, I didn't. I rodeoed, had to go home. Middle of the summer, broke, and and uh, that was my goal though. When I went home, was to really work at the U.S. Rope, and that was the, my biggest chance to win right. a large amount of money. So went home, practiced for months, and uh, practiced hard and worked at it. And it was, uh, like I said, it was my biggest win. It changed my, it was my first big win. It changed my career, you know, got sure. me started. Well, and it's just like, uh, I mean, it, it's cool to see where your career has really gone, too. I mean, I remember... Uh, watching you at the straight in the short round and just thinking i've watched that that run specifically a, a lot of times and to go from i mean that's almost the exact opposite as far as where you're at in the rope and uh you want it with clay right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you guys had to be really fast mm -hmm. i mean you teed off on the short rounds too yeah. remember and kind of take me through that as far as well it's almost the exact opposite you you're at the the biggest rope mm -hmm. at the time the and, biggest one and you have to be fast mm -hmm. to to win it. What what's your game plan there? Well, you know, in every every there's different scenarios in every roping, and uh, um, again, like that's a, that was the biggest roping ever as far for us. You know, for open roper, a truck and trailer, and I don't know how much I won. I think it was like one hundred eighty thousand or something. It was a lot. It paid a lot that year, the most it's ever paid, and uh, and I won first and fourth. So, um, you don't, you don't get 
opportunities like that very often, you know, and I knew, I knew, I really, it was a goal of mine to win the rope. I mean, I always wanted to win it, and I knew this would, I knew Clay was going to give me a chance, you know, and uh, um, he, he likes to win first. He goes for first every time, seems like, and uh, I knew he was going to do it, and uh, I had made my mind up that um, if he, you know, when he hit, if he's good, I was going to try him on. I was going to give myself the opportunity to to win the rope, and, and it and it worked out. He, you know, he set him up and, and uh, did his job, and it made my job a lot easier. Well, and you know, it's it's so cool to have that that chemistry, and, and then on top of it, your your mindset and just understand how to win. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that's that's really what it is at the end of the day is just know what it takes to win that rope. Because yeah. there's there's times where you got to be fast, and there's times where you just got to go catch. And yeah. you know, it, it's such a it's a crazy thing, but I I've learned it here lately in the last couple of years is you, you don't really learn it at the big ropings. <laughs> you you learn it at the jackpots oh, yeah. where it mm -hmm. doesn't matter if it's $30 fees to the $150 opens around here. They got 30, 40 teams. It seems like that's how you put yourself in those situations and that's how you really get ready to me. I mean, and you see a lot of these guys, are, they're jackpotting day in and day out so they know what yeah, to do. You, uh, to me, like, I mean, I practice, we practice every day, and, and after a while, it, it, I want to go compete. I want to see where I'm at, and, uh, you know, you want to put your money up, and uh, that's that's the real practice for me. So, you know, around here, you know, around Stephenville here, there's a couple jackpots a week, so you, uh, it's good for us. We can go and put our money up, and it's uh, kind of, you know, good to win, win money, and also we'll get a little practice and stay sharp. Right. Because you know, when you when you go to jackpots or around here, um, you're up against the best guys in the world, and you don't know the steers. Like when you practice, you know every steer you got. Kind of, I don't know. It just seems to keep you sharper. Really get out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, something it, different. Yeah, and it's just constantly refining it and, mm -hmm. and getting better. And it's, I mean, even the opens from the last probably four or five years, it just seems like the top to the bottom, the guys are roping better now, mm. and it oh, just yeah. seems like the, the sport just keeps evolving. It's like there's this group of guys and they just keep pushing each other to get better. It, it's pretty cool to watch what you guys do that, really. Yeah, I keep saying I don't know how it could get any tougher, but <laughs> it seems to be. Still just keeps still, getting tougher. Yeah, it's still tough. And uh, you see, you could just go catch six, and anymore it's hard to do that anymore. You have to kind of go at steer one and kind of don't ever let off but if you want to win first it seems like nowadays right gotta gotta have a good run and then gotta mm -hmm. be able to to keep making it mm -hmm. it's it's pretty interesting so uh you know we we talk a lot about like these open ropings and you hear as far as guys stopping doing open ropings and some some of them get the open ropers i think get a bad rap sometimes and as far as dealing with them and, and how that goes. And I'm just kind of curious, like, how do, uh, how do you think we can improve that as far as getting more opens and, and getting where the sport is constantly trying to improve and grow yeah. on the highest level? Oh, uh, I'm with you. I mean, the jackpots is what, in my instance, I would, I would have, I mean, I have so much more, um, you know, I have two places. I have, uh, you know, a lot more money because of jackpotting. I mean, really, because uh, the wildfire, you know, won it three times. Right. U.S. Finals won it two times. Um, the straight won it, 
the, at the highest, you know, pain straight there was, and uh, it, it, it can change your life, you know what I mean? And it, it can make you, that large lump sum, you can actually go and, and buy a place, you can actually go and do stuff, and, uh, and, and when you're a kid, like I was growing up, it was a dream to uh, win the BFI, you know, to win the George Strait, um, the wildfire. Uh, to to me, sometimes those those things are. I mean, those things are so hard to win. I mean, right. it takes. You, you mean you have to have a great horse. You have to be roping great, and your partner has to be roping great. Everything's got to be going good, and uh, you have to try to win it. I mean, and uh, I mean, like I said, I've I've won all of them, and it's a great accomplishment for me. And uh, I really, and I'm proud that I that I've done that. And uh, I would like to see more people, you know, get involved and uh, have another George Strait, or uh, um, which I know is very hard to do. And I don't know if you know the George Strait name kind of makes that rope, right. you know. But right. um, every every guy that that adds money to open them really appreciate it because uh, it, it is a hard business out here. Horses aren't cheap. You know, they cost anywhere from 50 to 100 grand or sometimes more. Um, right. Trucks and trailers, entry fees. You know, I got, got a family too. So, so it, uh, it, 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 it's a very hard for a young guy, you know. And, and like I said, it took me four or five years to make the NFR, but I won the wildfire. You know, I won the US final. So it allowed me to keep going yeah have some you know money to put and young it. kids now if if there's not more jackpots it i mean it, it's a hard it's hard just to go rodeoing and to uh keep your money together seems like for for me to me well and it's it's so funny but it seems like sometimes we get away from that mindset that you have that you as a kid you wanted to win mm -hmm. the biggest ropings mm -hmm. and you wanted to rope against the best guys yeah. and wanted to be Probably yeah. an all-time great. I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. how I always saw myself and kind of what you you have that vision for what you yeah. want to be, and and that's what where all the practice and that's what it's yeah, the that's desire why, is. That's why you get out there and work at it every day. And I remember watching George Strait DVD. You know, back then it wasn't DVDs, it was VHS. <laughs> yeah, watching them, and uh, I think that's why. Uh, I'm as good as I am or why kids nowadays it just keeps getting tougher and uh, I hope like I hope the open ropers I mean they that people do need to step up and uh, make it good for for uh, for us and for kids that had the goals like I do um, for give them something to when they get really good that it's not a there's an incentive to it you know okay here you know you deserve because it's so hard you know it's just like in any sport the best guys it's it's a hard it's hard to beat the best guys and you should you deserve something when you do it right and uh i hope i hope that the system now is kind of kind of mixed up messed up as far as i i think that you know you, you got the world series um go out there and i don't know i think 150,000 one rope and pay i don't know for yeah, sure but around that 100, yeah 100 and uh um to go to the nfr that same week have a good week and you you could win 100 grand i mean you can win more than that but an average pretty wow, good is nfr is 100 grand right. you know what i mean and that's what we work for all year so it's kind of the system's a little 
for sure. You know, there needs to be a different. And I think it starts with everybody too. Like uh, it's not just one, it's not sponsors, it's not lower no. number of guys, it's not older guys. It's, I, I feel like the open ropers and guys that want to be that, mm -hmm. they need to understand that, you know, you, if you're going to do this and you want to do it for a living, you've got to conduct yourself like a professional, uh -huh. don't you think? And, oh yeah, for sure. You got to, you know, there's eyes always on you, you know, and you can't be throwing fits or, or any of that because uh, sponsors is a huge deal. That's another, another uh, way, way to make a living for us uh, that uh, the way you handle yourself. I mean, if you, if you get mad, throw fits or something like that, their sponsor might see it or somebody will see it and then tell somebody and it just spreads like wildfire, you know. Okay. Bad stuff always spreads faster. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you always try to carry yourself in a good manner and uh, um, keep a good attitude. Right. And that's, I think that's it is it's just, it's all kind of the open guys trying to be thankful for what the opportunities mm -hmm. that they have and and try to help people along the way and yeah, I, yeah. I think it just feeds it because it it's just like me i remember when i was really young if i got to talk to someone that was a professional even a 10 second conversation it meant so much to oh, yeah. me and they probably didn't even realize those those little deals like that so yeah I, re I remember going to the u.s finals when i was a kid you know growing up in oklahoma it was a big deal you know and this year they were talking about not having it it was uh really kind of sad you know i'm glad they ended up doing it and it it uh we're thankful for that um but uh i remember going there watching it when i was a little kid driving like three hours to go watch it just the open and getting everybody's autograph walking around that warm-up pen and i got speed williams autograph I, I still have it to this day you know all those autographs and uh, uh i don't know it just meant a lot to me and uh and I'm sure there's kids to this day that still have that, you know, you see me or whoever, whoever their idol is. And um, I just, it does mean something to be a, a good, a good role model and to have open rope or have open ropes at the highest level like that. And uh, we appreciate everybody that has done it, you know. So. I'm pretty familiar with like Austin's ropings. I, I I think he's he does probably the most on a kind of a local level around here mm -hmm. as far as maybe the, the, not everyone knows about him, but it seems like he really kind of tries to stay in tune with what the open ropers want and, mm -hmm. and what they like. But can you kind of explain that to me as far as like the, the smaller jackpots as far as your ideal roping and the ones you like the best? Oh, I like, uh, you know, just the other day he had a jackpot a roping right down the road here at his house. Um, it was in her once, two ropings, six head, just a little kind of, got more of a practice deal for us. He does it just to help us out. I know, I mean, has great steers, good, good fresh steers. And uh, like I was talking about earlier, it's good to, to go compete and, you know, um, gives us something to do. And uh, um, he, he had a open roping, was it? Uh, at the Robertson Hill the other day, I can't remember, a couple weeks ago, I had paid, oh, it was American Qualifier, maybe? Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, but he has, he has a bunch of them. Um, we had one that I won I, uh, in May, I think, May or June. I think it added 
I don't know, might have added 20,000 to it or something like that. The, the open showdown. Yeah, the open showdown. But, yeah, and uh, I think we won 11,000 a piece for that. I, was, I mean, people like that, you know, is what the sport needs. Um, and we really appreciate it. I mean, just like that, 11,000 one night. Right. That's a huge deal. I mean, oh, shoot, that's, that's, that's a great a big, rope. Yeah, it's a great rope and you know, a great facility, great steers, um, and really thankful for the, for what he does for us. And, uh, and like you said, open-minded about it. Well, and it's just like you said that the weekly rope, and it said it's inner ones, mm -hmm. 100, probably 150 a man, 80% mm -hmm. payback. Mm -hmm. So 85% payback. I think it's 200 a man, 85% payback. 200 a man, 85% uh -huh. payback. So the producer gets to make a little bit of money one run on the cattle or one mm -hmm. team so it makes it anywhere from 15 to probably 25 20, or 30 teams yeah usually about i mean a, a big rope might be 20 25 right. teams you know and but, so you still get some pretty i mean you're going to win over 18 1900 mm -hmm. probably for first and mm -hmm. a little more a little less but then you get you come right back and rope yeah you same win. roping again you a know good day you place yeah. twice and win a couple thousand bucks yeah it's a it's that's, a good deal yeah that's absolute and and you get sharp it's like i said uh, earlier you know you get to put yourself i mean when it's there's money up and things change clay trying sitting right next to you and you're high calling all you have to do is catch yeah it's a, it's an important deal, and it's mm -hmm. the same thing as when you have to be fast. And I think that's how how to prepare yourself for those situations, those big situations, is constantly be in in the fire yeah. like that. Yeah, learn uh, like you said, learning learning how to win. That's how you uh, whatever it takes to win. You know, whatever you got to do to win, that's what right. you got to do. You might have to be four flat, or you might have to be ten flat. <laughs> you got to be able to do both. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Austin does a great job around here. We really appreciate it. Man, I, I just think like that life story is kind of cool to hear where you come from and just growing up. It's it's crazy to me how many people don't realize like, I mean, I don't know at what point you felt financially secure roping or that's what you're doing <laughs> for a living. I don't know that you ever feel that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I for me, I always hoped that it would just be like, oh, one day I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't know if it ever happens that way, but right. like we said, about in 2015, in this, that month I won the American, won first and fourth at the at the straight. It was uh, I don't I think it was like 300 thousand cash and then a truck and trailer. You know, it, that that that's what allowed me to to take that money and do something, invest in something right. that's gonna set me up for for when i'm done rodeo well and and that's i think that's the most important thing to to realize is there's going to be a life after rodeo mm -hmm. and, and growing the sport of team roping because yeah. it is growing look at the world series that's i mean uh -huh. that's amazing how much money's out there and and just being able to be a part of all that is you know you're hoping to i mean a lot of those guys probably look up to you and other professional mm -hmm. ropers and that's how they improve their roping and it's just it's just kind of all runs together and it's cool to see how it all grows and and makes it and i just <laughs> it's funny to me to think like how much it's glamorous when like guys pull in in these big trucks and trailers and they're like holly oh, paid two hundred thousand for that horse and but they don't really like get to see the whole body of work to it mm -hmm. you know they just see them at that that rodeo that week and it's mm -hmm. They don't get to see the trips to the vet and all night the, drives. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but what is hay bale here? Like 20, 20, 20 bucks, bucks for a three-string yeah. bale. You're so. like, from Idaho, where they like <laughs> a couple bucks. Yeah, man, 
this is, this is crazy. The highway here. robbery. Yeah. I felt like we talked about okay, you're kind of growing up, and mm -hmm. there's there's tons of struggle within it. So. Yeah, everybody has struggles. Yeah, and, it's all and part that's, of the big picture. Well, and just accepting the struggles mm -hmm. is the biggest thing. Is as and almost looking at it like it isn't a struggle. It's just you got to figure it out. You know, when when you lose your money, you got to go home and. If you're gonna rope, you're just gonna have to make more of it and keep yeah, figure out figure out what you're doing wrong and fix it and go back. Learn how to catch that steer. Yeah, learn how to catch what you need to catch. That's what somebody asked me what the uh, key was. What changed it for you? What you know? What, how did you learn how to make dinner for? You know, and it, honestly, it's learn how when to catch and when to go fast. I mean, that's the hardest part of the game to me, um, and that took. Like I said, a few years for me to figure that out. You know, knowing, hey, I just need to lay up right here. Don't do nothing stupid. And, or, you know, knowing the rodeo, that's going to be fast. And go ahead and throw a little faster. Just take winning shots. Shots that might be a little bit riskier, but the reward is mm -hmm. worth it. And or it's shot. time to do it. You yeah. know? It's time to do it and it's time not to do it. Right. That's, that's mm -hmm. so important. Oh, yeah. That was the key for me.